revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. I want to talk to you about how to be paid and peaceful, okay? We will be talking about how to balance your sanity and your success in your career. So um, if you are one that wants to have a career that you are able to enjoy and also be successful in, this is definitely the live stream for you. And so I'm going to go ahead and dive right in. I wanted to kind of give you guys a little boost this morning before you start your week, because I know sometimes when you find yourself operating in, in a job where you may not be um, 100% um, excited about, Monday is going to be a little difficult, okay? So I definitely want to be sure that I can give you guys a little bit of a boost this morning. I think it's really, really important when you're talking about your whole mental, right? I don't think a lot of people focus enough on that in their careers where they're actually thinking about, right? Not just what it takes to be successful, but what is it going to take for you to feel good in what it is that you do? Because you do spend a lot of your time at your job, right? Your career, whether or not you want to admit it, takes up so much of your time. And when you even think about your career, you will spend more time there than you do with the people that you love. So of course, this isn't something to make you feel bad. I just want to, I just want to be able to paint a reality to you to know that you will spend more time at your job and in your career than you do with the people and the things that you love, which is why it's so important for you to be able to feel good in what you do. Right. And so if you are one that's like, oh, you know, all you need is a job to just, you know, pay your bills, friend. I'm not the one for you. Just go ahead and just leave. No hard feelings. OK, <laughs> because that is something that I do not believe in. I do believe that you have the right to have a career that you feel good about. Right. And that and it's not saying that there won't be days where you like, oh, child. Right. But what it is saying is that when you think about the overall thing that you do and the overall environment that you have to operate in, you feel good about it because you can still enjoy your job and still be like, um, you know, PTO me, please. <laughs> so it's not saying that every day is going to be exciting. Every day is going to be this great. Hoo -hoo. No, there will be days when you like, I just really don't. Mm, I'm not feeling it today. And that's normal. But it's not normal when you feel like this every single day. And it's not normal when you feel like this year after year after year after year, month after month after month. That's not normal. Because what you do is you you really train yourself to accept environments that do not give you what it is that you need. And, and you don't realize that, right? When you are always having to show up in an environment that you don't necessarily enjoy or an environment to where you can't really thrive the way that you know that you desire to thrive. You train yourself to believe, right, that that is what you just deserve. But what you do is you really will train yourself to believe that you have to operate in environments that don't feel good. And, and that turns into your normal. And so a lot of people do not put enough focus 
on their actual mental health. And they don't really focus on the effects that happens when you're when you're able to operate in an environment that does not serve you. And I know you guys hear that all the time. You hear about things that don't serve you. And most times people just kind of think about how much they're being paid and they think about things of that sort. When we're talking about you having to operate in a career that does not serve you, what that really is saying is it does not add to you in the way that it should. And if something does not add to you, it is taking away from you. Most people do not understand the loss that happens when they find themselves in an environment to where they are not able to thrive. And I know I keep saying environment, so I'll give you some examples, right? One environment that I really, really want to lean in on this morning, though there is quite a few, is being in an environment where you feel like you have to just compete. When you're having to work in an environment to where you're not able to really maybe lean on those areas that you may not feel are so strong, but you feel like you always have to operate at a 10, right, in order to be successful or for the people around you to see you as successful. Another environment that does not serve you well is one that does not give you the tools that you need in order to grow, right? When you're talking about being in your role and you're talking about even being your career as a whole, it's so important that you be in environments that will allow you to grow, develop you, nurture you. I had a a post um, last week that did really well. and, And that lets me know that this is something that you guys deal with. I said, go to your employer and ask them, what is the growth plan for your role? Right. And you do that because you definitely want to be able to see if they have thought about what it is that you need in order to excel and to grow in that role. And I said, a lot of times they don't have one because their focus is not about you succeeding, it's about them succeeding. And the point of that post was I wanted you guys to see how important it is for you to be thinking about and to keep top of mind what is it that you need in order to succeed. Because if you don't think about your growth and who you work for They don't think about your growth. Nobody's thinking about your growth. And that's when it falls to the wayside. And that is when you find yourself not being paid as you should be being paid. You find yourself not being able to live the life that you desire to live because nobody is thinking about you. And so don't think it is a selfish thing, right? When you want to put you first in your career, it's not selfish. It is mandatory. It is mandatory to think about your success and to think about where it is you are now, where it is that you desire to go, because they are not thinking about that. It may flash in their mind every now and then when they think that when they think that they need to do something good for the people that work for them. Like it may flash in their mind when they think, you know, oh, we should do something for them. And a lot of times, and I'm gonna say a lot because I don't I don't want to make it seem like it's everybody, but a lot of times. What they do for you is just to kind of pacify you. It's kind of like throwing you little breadcrumbs. It's like they just want to throw you just enough to just keep quiet. But I want you to understand that just enough is not going to advance you. Just enough is not enough to make sure that you are put in a place of success. Them doing just enough is not going to allow you to thrive and to grow in your career as you deserve to. And so I say all that to say that this is why it's even more important to be able to identify who you work for. And I really believe that that is more important than what it is that you do. And so we're talking this morning about how you're able to have success and sanity, how you are able to put yourself in a position to where you can thrive, feel good, and be paid well. And so one of the environments that I was talking about earlier is being able to identify when you are in an environment to where you have to compete. 
And when I say this, most times people don't realize that they are in that kind of environment. But you are able to identify when you are in an environment to where you have to always compete is when you feel like every time you show up to work, it feels as if you're having to start from scratch all over again. Or if you're having to really prove yourself all over again, as if your past results, your past successes, your past accomplishments mean nothing. And so you'll tend to feel like you're always starting from scratch or from square one. And that is what I call an environment that is really competitive. Because, you know, when you think about competitive, most people just think that that environment is for folks that are in sales or if there's like certain goals or things like that, that has to be met every month. No. You can find yourself in an environment that there isn't really any hard goals, but you still feel like you have to compete with the who work there. And it's a big thing between you feeling like you need to compete versus you feeling like you desire to stand out because you should desire to, to some extent to stand out, right? You don't want to be one that just kind of blends in with everybody else and you want to keep it as safe and things of that sort because you won't be able to get the advancement and the growth in your career as you should be seeing. And so um, it's a big difference though when you feel like you have to go to work and you have to outdo everybody that works there. And you don't realize that when you become sure in your expertise, you will outdo them. But it's not because you are trying so hard to outdo them. It's just because you have learned to really master your craft and, and lean in on your skill set. And the result of that is that you do outdo them. But when you come to work and you and that first thought is I have to outdo them, now you're not able to focus on your expertise and your skill set because all you want to do is win. And it's not about you winning. It's about you being able to grow. You know, when you have that mindset of, I have to win, I got to win, I got to win, you're not focusing on you having to build, right? And, and your mind is not on, hey, what I need to do here is set myself up for success. But it's so hard to set yourself up for success when you are focused on everybody else around you. Rather than you being able to lean in on your skill set and what it is that you do and lean in on those results and being able to identify what are those growth gaps. So when you are focused in on that and the other focus is you understand their goals and you understand just the overall goals that have to be met you are so focused in on that you will automatically outshine everybody who works there if you show up to work to prove to outshine to beat and to win your focus is on the wrong thing the spirit of competition it can be seen as a good thing and i i think it has its good sides but i think a lot of it leads to burnout i think because again all you are thinking about is winning all you are thinking about is I got to beat them, you know? So it often leads to burnout because what happens is you start to overextend yourself because again, you find yourself in this whole proving state where you find yourself in this trap of feeling like you have to just compare yourself to everybody who works with you. And you guys have heard the statement that when you think about having to compare yourself, that that is the thief of joy. It will literally rob yourself if you are always in a state feeling like you have to just keep comparing yourself to the people around you. And so I want you guys to move away from thinking that every time you show up to work, it's about you having to win. No, 
right? It's about you having to lean in on your skill set and really get clear on what are your goals and finding ways to allow your work and your goals to align. So that has nothing to do with the people that you work with. That has everything to really do with you. And so I really want you guys to not think about work being this whole battleground. And if you feel that way, that should be a red flag that something is off. It's either off in how you think or the environment that they have built is off. And like I said, it, it really does lead to burnout. It leads to you not being able to set clear boundaries because again, it's no longer about you and what you need. And what will allow you to thrive is just that I got a win mindset or I have to be able to show them who I am mindset. But you don't realize if you get clear on who you are and not having to be validated by the people around you and you can lean in on, on your craft, you will become great at what you do. You will become excellent at what you do. And all of those other things that you want will automatically be a byproduct, not of you trying to prove yourself or to beat people, but it's about you just, you are able to get good at what you do. But I know like, again, a lot of these companies, this is the kind of environment that they build. They almost build a fear. It's not stated, but it's felt a fear of if you do anything wrong, then you're automatically fired, right? So it's not saying that it's all on you. Environments can be built to shift your mindset a certain way. So the people that you should just be, you know, collaborating with, now you are trying to compete with. And so People don't know when you're really, when you're at work and you're feeling like you have to compete with the people that you work with, that shows that you are really insecure in something, right? Very insecure, right? And let me tell y'all, I'm I'm a very competitive person, not in my business anymore, even the time I had a full-time job, but like game space, okay, like I get like super competitive. It sounds like I've played like games and stuff with my husband and my friends and they have to tell me like, okay, Alicia, you, you really need to calm down, right? I can be very competitive when it comes to like games and stuff because I'm like, no, I have to win. And even in that, y'all, I still got the same point I'm bringing out. It can be a level of me being insecure. Why? Because it's the thought of if I lose at this game, what does this say about me? If I lose at this game, what does this say about me? Right. And it's not that deep, but I'm there's a side that I want to to really um to explore here, right? Because you know, if I lose this game, and for me, it, it isn't really a mindset of my self-worth. Again, like it's just game, so it's not that deep for me. But the mindset is that if I lose at this game, that means that I was not good. And that's just not the case. And I'm, I'm not just saying it because of me, but no, but, but not for, just for me, but for anybody. Meaning like if I lose at this game, that means that everybody else is better than me. And you guys know, I don't know if anybody plays spades, but when you play spades, it really is a game of chance. It's about you being able, you know, I think, I think in the whole card deck, there's like 24 cards, I think. So it really is chance. It's really about you being able to really be dealt those like a really good hand, right? Now on the other side, there is a skill in it, but a lot of it is just chance, but I'm really competitive in that, right? And so I've even had to tell myself, like, Alicia, just because you lose a game does not mean that everybody else in the room is so great. And no. And I'm saying this because I want you to be able to relate this to your career. Okay. Could be seasons in your career where you are not maybe showing out or showing up the way that you know that you could, right? Or there is a particular project or task that you did not nail all the way, right? And so that does not mean that you are less than anybody else in the room. 
And so when you're talking about having to feel the need to compete with other people, a lot of times um, it's a it's about you being insecure and thinking that if I don't go 100 percent all the time or if I don't go all the way, a lot of times leads to you being burnt out. Right. And not being able to say, no, you feel like if I if I don't do that, then that's going to look like I am not enough or I don't have the thing that it takes in order to succeed. And that's not the case. So if you do experience the need of, I have to compete with the people that I work with, you are insecure about something, right? And I want you to really lean in on that. And a lot of people don't want to lean in on those emotions. They would just tend to either act like they are not there or they would just tend to just cover them up to, I don't want to say cover them up. Yeah, I could say that. And I want to explore this too, because sometimes we will use very cute words to hide what we are really insecure about. You know, for example, people say, oh, I am just a perfectionist. No, you're not. You're just scared. To be honest, right? Because a lot of times people feel like in order to move forward, everything has to be just right. And so you just say, I'm like this because I just desire everything to just be right. Are you really that way or are you just scared, right? And so if you would, if we would just be be honest with ourselves a little bit more and lean in on those feelings that we have and not try to mask them or not try to feel like if I feel this way, then I'm just so horrible. Then you're able to really get to the root of things and be able to identify what is the real issue here. Because if you keep telling yourself that you are a certain way and you don't get clear on why you are this way and you hold on to that thing about yourself, you slow down your growth. Rather than just being honest, like, look, I'm scared, okay? I keep finding things that are wrong. I keep on trying to explain to myself that I just like things to be just right. I keep on explaining to myself that the timing just has to be just right. Though there will never be a perfect time, but you tell yourself that. And so what happens is that you would tend to lean more in on, I got to make sure that everything is just 100% right, rather than lean, lean in on, it's fear here and get clear on what the fear is. And so you can spend a lot of time in your mind going around in circles and you're saying, Alicia, I'm, I'm just, I'm doing this, but it doesn't work. Yeah, it's not working because your focus is on the wrong thing. It's just being able to really look at things and be honest and be real, right? Because that is how you are paid and peaceful when you are real with yourself. And I think if people would learn to embrace what they are, the areas that they feel unsure about in, I think that people would experience a lot more growth in themselves and in their career because we all have areas that we're not 100% sure in, right? We have things, we have flaws that we are like insecure about, you know, but I think that people feel like if they admit what they are insecure about, then that takes something away from them, but it doesn't. It does the opposite. It adds because now you're able to identify what is the true thing holding you back. And so even in this, if you do find yourself in a position to where you have you have been in that spirit of, I feel like I have to beat everybody or win, ask yourself, what are you insecure about? If things don't go the way that you think that they should go, what do you think that says about you, right? And, and when you're able to get clear on that, now you're able to address, okay, this is the mindset that I need to shred. This is the belief that is not serving me because what you believe is, is going to show up in how you show up at work. How you think about yourself is going to show up in your work. If you think that you are able to get the things that you want, it's going to show up in your work. So though you may feel like 
this area is not aware to everybody else. It is, right? The outside may not be able to know exactly what it is, but the outside can definitely tell that there is something off. You know, I know it's easy to pick apart the people that you work with. It's easy to. It's always easy to see everybody else's flaws, right? But you have to realize and understand just as open or just as aware that you are of their flaws they are also aware of your flaws and this is why you feel like you keep you keep on having to hit a brick wall i just can't get past this glass ceiling because you either are not wanting to confront something or there is an actual blind spot there that you have not been able to take the time in order to get clear on what it is my whole group offer that i'm doing the best you right? I'm in the process of having that completely revised because I want to be able to really design a space for you guys to be able to advance in your career. But I want to be able also to have a space to where you can really, right, get those blind spots in those growth gaps, right, filled. And I think that's really important because, you know, you can tend to think that the reason you're not able to advance in your career is because of all this outside stuff, right? But 99% of the time, it's, it's not that. And I think that, you know, we don't give enough time to who we are in order to experience that growth. Everybody just wants to focus on what they do, but they do not want to focus on who they are. And so I do believe that true success is not just about you being paid a certain amount of money. I believe it's about you being able to have the traits, right, and the mindsets and the belief in order to experience success in all areas of your life. And this is why the people that I work with, I desire to work with people that don't want some quick scheme, right? But they really want to do the work to be able to experience the success that they desire. Because it's not just about being a, just somebody who does well at work. It's about being somebody who does well in life. When you are able to learn the skills that you need to succeed in life, you will automatically succeed in work because it's the same things. It looks different. The same issues that you deal with at work, same issues that you deal with in life. It don't look like it, but it is. Now, what I want to talk about is the right way for you guys to be showing up at work. And I want you guys to realize is that when your mind is healthy, your work will be the way you show up at work. That will be healthy. Goes back to what I just said. It's about you being able to become the best you, right? So you are able to do well, not just in work, but also in life as well. And so it is not about you being the best. It is about you being able to become the best. And that is where you shift away from that mindset of feeling like I have to compete and you leaning more towards on I have to grow. Two different mindsets, right? And I'll say it again. It's not you having to be the best. It's about you having to become the best, right? And you being able to shift that mindset is going to take a lot of weight off of your shoulders. When you start realizing that I don't have to prove myself in where I am now, but what I should be having to lean more in is, am I on the right track to get to where it is that I desire to be? And I think the number one thing that keeps a lot of people stuck is that they're so focused on they have to be sure that the way they look is right other than them doing the things that they need to do in order 
to be right. And so you put more work in, you know, I don't know, a mask, you can say a mask, or it's like you'll find yourself every day putting on a show. And it, it gets exhausting, y'all. And then you you never really learn who you are because you're you're always in this circus act of doing flips and tricks in order to impress the people around you rather than get clear on who you are and what it is that you want and being able to just walk in that. People ask me all the time, how do you have a career where you can just be you? Well, you have to know you. It's impossible to build a career based upon what you think everybody else is, like what everybody else think is right. And then you try to be you. It doesn't work that way. You will have to choose. And so um, I think it's important for it, for you to, to focus on what is it that I need to do in order to become the best. And also think about the best. What does that mean for you? And when you become the best, would you be able to actually know it? It's cute to say that, but if you don't know what that looks like, it's almost the same thing as like success. Super important for you to be able to identify what a success look like for you, because once you get there, how are you going to know that you're there if you don't even know what it looks like? So it's really important for you to be able to get clear on what a success look like for you right now, because then that is going to give you something to work towards. And so if you're clear on what success looks like, and if you're clear on what your best self should look like as you move forward, right, you, you are able to gauge whether or not you, you are even going in the right way, right? Um, because you should be able to see, you know, parts of that coming to pass. And also, again, um, it will also allow you to see if you set the bar too low, right? Because if you get clear on what success looks like, for you and you reach that success and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't what I thought it should be, right? It doesn't mean that it's wrong, but wait a minute, this, this, this version of success, it doesn't really hit the expectations that I thought it would. Well, that's, that, that lets you know that that bar was set too low and that's okay. It's a great thing, right? That means that you have grown, right? And so when you're talking about you being able to move from being in this mindset of having to compete and having to prove and, and, and I want you to move more on to, I need to grow and build. Now it's going to give you the confidence that you, because you will never, ever, 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 ever be confident if you're always in a proving state. Never. You would never, ever be confident if you're always in a people pleasing state. And if you're always looking for outside things to validate you, you will never be confident. But if you want to feel sure, it's about you, one, having, it's really about you being clear, right? And it's also about you understanding where you are and where you want to go. For instance, say that you want to lose 15 pounds, which is why, again, it's really important to have clear goals. So you don't just say, I want to lose weight. What that mean, friend? Like, we're talking five pounds, we're talking 100 pounds, right? You say, okay, I want to lose 15 pounds. Cool. Now you have a clear goal, right? Um, now you know when you get around, you know, like that first two, three pounds, ain't can't nobody tell you nothing, right? You already feel like you already lost the 15 pounds, right? Because <laughs> for one, that first step or those first few pounds, you'd be like, right? Because that's that's the proof that you need that oh, I may be able to do this, right? But around pound seven, eight, you like. I'm doing all this work. 
I haven't had a hamburger. You mean to tell me I only lost a pound this week? When you get around that seven and eight, it's going to be a little bit of a more of a stay focused. This is what I said I was going to do, right? Even though you're, you are halfway there, right? It's still going to feel a little bit, oh man, I just, I'm only at seven pounds, right? Even though you've come very far away, right? But once you get that halfway mark, it's, it's going to take a little bit of a mind press, right? But you understand that the goal is 15, right? So once you snap yourself back, you're like, all right, all right, we, we are halfway there, right? It's just another seven six pounds but is that the right man y'all know what i'm trying to say right and so you really just like snap yourself back right now at this point though you may feel a little discouraged and that and that discouragement only comes from not that you don't feel like you can do it because you've already done it you already lost eight pounds it's just that man it takes so long and it's that excitement of i want the goal now so that is what you have to really fight past and so and i'm using that as an example because even in your career is the same thing but in your weight loss right you understand i'm i am halfway there and so if anybody comes and says man you're not doing this you playing around you're like hold on don't do me because I just lost eight pounds. You're feeling sure in yourself because you've already put in the work because you have been, been able to lean in on the goal, right? And get some results. Look at that in your career. Your mind is on being able to advance. It's not being able to show that I'm the best. It's not you having to operate and I got to prove myself. It's like, I got to do what I have to do in order to succeed in my role. So your mindset is on that. And so when you start to maybe hear outside things, you're not so easily discouraged because you know that you have been putting in the work, you have a clear plan, you have a clear goal, and you know that you have been able to take action steps in order to get there. So though in the midst of you being able to advance in your career, you may feel a little a little discouragement every now and then because you're like, man, this is not happening as fast as I thought it should. But you understand that you're, you are on the right track. Why? Because you already have some results to prove that you are serious. Same thing when you're wanting to lose weight, results. But when you're not building towards anything, when you don't have any clear goals, when you're not showing up with a plan and when you're not thinking about your success and all you want to do is just be this big yes man and grab these extra tasks and assignments at work just so you can appear valuable, but there's no clear strategy plan with that, you feel all over the place. It's easy for one talk or for one, one thought from this person or that person to have you feeling off track. Because you were never in pursuit after anything. There was no clear goal in mind whatsoever. The goal was, I got to prove to them that, that I am valuable. That was the only goal. There was no goal for your success, none of that. Just, I got to show them that they can count on me. And I just think that's just, that's just too fragile. And it does not serve you. When you have a clear goal it allows you to feel a little bit more validated because you know that you are being able to work towards something. But if the goal is only to appear to be something that you're really not, or the goal is only to please the people around you and to not please yourself, you will always be on real shaky ground. So any kind of comment or remark, or if you even think that they think something about you, it, it just destroys everything, right? And so I want you guys to start, to start thinking about you, where you are now. Do you have 
clear goals. This is something even, even with my clients, I, I help them with. What are the goals? And that's the thing. A goal doesn't always have to be something that's like extra thought out, like from A to Z. But you need goals to make sure that you're at least going in the right way. The great thing about a goal is that you can change them at any time. A lot of times I really believe that when you change a goal, and I'm, I'm not talking about this goal, that one goal has been changed five times in the last week, right? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. What I am talking about is that if you thought that this was a certain job title you wanted, but after the first maybe six months, eight months to a year, you're like, oh, I don't think I want to do that anymore. And it changes. That could be a sign of growth, which is a good thing. But also it could be a sign of fear because this is the thing. The closer you get to what you want, the more fear is going to step in. And I don't think people understand that. That new levels bring new fears and that's normal. Right. And so as you start to approach your goal and you get closer and closer, the urge to self-sabotage it will be there. It's just important for you to be able to see when you are actually self-sabotaging your goal and understand that, you know, I have everything that I need. I don't lack anything. This is just fear. Right. And so which is completely, it's normal. I want you guys to embrace the, the path that you're on as you reach towards your goals and know that these things are completely, completely normal. And like I said, it's not always like they're trying to like have you against other people. When it comes to these spaces, they just want to be able to get the best result out of you. And that's that's normal. It's it's business, right? They want to be able to get the best result out of you, right? And so again, they may not outwardly state that they want you guys to compete, but what they do is they do try to kind of put in a fear or they, they, they'll try to create things to make it feel like in, in, in order to survive here or to advance or to excel, you have to be the best. And again, it's not about being the best you. You have to beat everybody, which I think is really, really sad because what it does is that it does not allow you to see the power in team. It does not allow you to see that there are, that there is power in your weaknesses. And I think it also does not allow you to see, right, that you are not great at everything. Like I, I never, ever, ever talk about or teach that you have to be good at everything. I talk about and teach to know your core skills, to know your strengths, right? And I think it's really important that even when you look for a role, and we're still talking about being paid and peaceful, when you're looking for a role, you need to know your strengths and you need to know the strengths that are required to thrive in that environment, right? Because there, there, there are certain strengths in an environment that they need in order to bring forth the results that they want. Right. And so when you are in an environment to where the strengths that they need in order to bring forth the results that they that they want does not align with your strengths, you will always feel like you don't have enough. You will always feel out of place. You will always feel like I have to work extra harder than everybody else. So everybody else around me seems to kind of, you know, uh, get things a lot faster than me. You start thinking that there's something wrong with you. It's not anything wrong with you. Those are just not your strengths. You have to know your strengths. You have to know what it is that you do really, really well. And it's really important to know that because you'll always feel like everybody else is just so much. No, there's nothing wrong with you. You need to be able to identify the environments that will cater to your strengths. And that is the power of a team. That is the power because uh, you guys know I hired for 
years, right? And after that, I did talent development. Even when they, this is why these companies, they just be, oh, they be making my, my skin crawl. Because whenever you are hiring for a team, it's not about you just, okay, I want you, you, you. You have to be aware of what are the, the, the strengths on your team and what are the areas that people are weak in, right? Because that team needs to be able to really complement one another. So where this person is strong at, you know, or the opposite, where this one is weak in, I have somebody on my team that is strong in that area. But if everybody got the same strengths and everybody is weak in the same areas, they will reach an actual bottleneck right? Because you have nobody or nothing to fill in those gaps. And so even when you're wanting to look for a job, or even if you're wanting to advance in your role, know your strengths. And as you're going through the whole process of looking for a new job, or even thinking about, especially you guys who desire to actually make a career change, you're not really clear on what that's going to be. Don't worry about no job title right now. What are your strengths? Okay. And when you fully understand your strengths, you will be able to identify your ideal role so fast because you're not thinking about everything that you do. You're thinking about what is it that you do really well, what you do really well. Now you think about what do you enjoy doing? Because you can do something really well, but you'd be like, I don't like doing this. So once you're able to identify what is it that you do really well and what do you enjoy doing, you can easily be able to identify if a role is going to be a good fit for you. So when you are on job boards and you see all these options, you are no longer overwhelmed because you know, no, that does not allow me to operate in my strengths. And that is where your money is. You operating, you speaking well about your strengths. If you are wanting to do something new, or if there is a job that you like, and, and this is why I have mixed feelings about the, if you don't have all of the experience, you should or you shouldn't apply. I think you need to get clear on what your strengths is and also get clear on what is needed for the role. Because you can see this really great job and you're like, oh, oh, but I don't have experience in that. And so you just automatically say, no, I don't want to do it. First of all, let's find out. How much of the job is that skill or task? Because you stressing out thinking that you don't have enough and this skill or this task is like 5% of the job. But if all of your strengths align with the main task of the role, girl, you better go for it. It's about being able to identify what is needed for the role and what strengths that you have aligned with that role. And so when you get clear on this, you'll be able to see sky is the limit for you. It's easy to be able to identify. I have more options than I thought that I did, right? It's easy for you to really lean in on what it is that you do well. So when you show up every day, you understand, I need to rest in my strengths. I need to lean in on my strengths. And that is what allows you to thrive. That is what's going to allow you to feel good because you can't feel good if you're operating in your weak areas all day. Child, you're going to be so insecure. <laughs> I know baking, I can't do it. I will make box brownies hard as a rock and I feel like I follow the recipe to a T. I, I just, I just can't, I just can't bake. So if there's ever any kind of like events or any kind of like spread, child, I'm not bringing no kind of sweets for y'all. And if I do, it is going to be store-bought because I know that that ain't my strength, right? But cooking, I would show up 
and and I will have my pen and I'm gonna be all smiles. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm I'm excited because I know I was able to operate in my strengths. But if I have to bring something out, I bait, I'm gonna walk in real quiet. I'm gonna have about three, four sheets of foil paper to to hide my dish because I really don't want nobody eating it and I will not have it on that front table. It will be hidden all the way in the back because I know this is not about to be, it's just not, right? Because it's a weak area of mine. So when you can show up every day and operate in your strengths, you will become unstoppable and you'll feel good about what you do. And guess what? You'll be paid and peaceful. And you don't feel like you have to prove because you you are sure in what you do and you have been able to really validate yourself in what you do, right? And this is why I, I teach my clients, baby, let's get clear on what is it that you really bring to the table? Everybody want to say, pay me my worth. What is your worth? What are they paying you for? What, what are the skills that you can actually just leverage? And I know that it can be overwhelming, especially when you know how to do a lot of things and you have a very robust background and your background is very experienced. You'd be like, girl, I can do everything. Okay. (laughs) No, you can do everything, right? What are those core skills, right? And so I want you guys to be able to achieve the right scale and the right weight and being able to do your job well, but also feel good about what it is that you do. Because it's so important to be able to not beat yourself up when you're in a much better place than you think you are, right? I see so many people who feel like they're so far behind and they're so close, you know, they're right by the goal. I almost said breakthrough. They're so close to that goal that they, they don't even realize it right? Because they keep thinking. Y'all said all the time, you keep thinking that you don't have enough, you have more than enough, right? You just got to know what to actually leverage and what to lean on and which are your, which, which skills of yours and which strengths of yours is going to get closer to your goal, right? And so that is the way that you're able to really be able to make the money that you want to make and feel good with you being able to do the work that you do because it is possible, right? So if anything, I hope this live stream was able to show you that you can be paid well and you can be able to feel good about the work that you're doing. You can enjoy your job and don't be friends with nobody. And I'm not saying be mean, but don't spend a lot of time with, with anybody that makes you feel like that's too much. When they make you feel like if you want to be paid well and if you want to enjoy your job that you're asking for too much, get yourself some new friends, right? Start hanging around people that is that they want you to be able to be paid well and do the thing that you love doing. Join the best you, okay? <laughs> so you can have a the, have people around you that is going to be able to support you and, and allow you to see you think you're asking for too much. But really, you're not asking for enough. Mm-mm. You're not asking for enough. So important to raise those expectations, right? Because you will only go after what you think that you deserve, right? And sometimes you can find yourself in a place to where you you are not happy with the results that you keep on receiving, right? And that's just because the results that you get is from you having low expectations. And so you'll find yourself not being happy with your results. And that's just because you know that you want more, but you keep on setting low expectations. The math, it ain't mathing. 
do, do you guys feel served? Also, if you want to book a call with me, so we're able to sit down and identify what those hidden gaps are, let's do that. And then if you would like to join my group, the best you. This group is for somebody that's looking to get clear on what they want. And what you want doesn't necessarily have to be a new job. It could just be simply you being able to get clear on what's next for you. Um, I've been able to like really revise this and I'm super, super excited. And so again, if you do want to work with me one-to-one to get clear on what your next step needs to be, to get clear on what your core skills are, so you are able to make more money in a career that you can love, let's talk. But yeah, so I really enjoyed this talk and you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.